So what news do we have for you? It started with um Sydney Potier, doesn't it? Yeah. Because one doesn't want legends to die, but they do. Somehow they do. And it hurts that Sydney Potier, the charming tail blazer, who continually challenged stereotypes. After the Academy Award winner dies at 94, Grofi McNabb played or pays tribute to a singular actor whose profound influence and legacy will be everlasting. Um, so if you want to know more about, if you want to know what's the white middle class American made of Sydney Potier, a good place to start is with the reception of the Manhattan Socialites played by Stockard Channing and Donald Sutherland will give Will Smith con artist in the movie of Heat Play Six Degrees of Separation 1993. If you want to know what white middle class America made of Sydney Poitier, a good place to start is with the reception the Manhattan socialites played by Stockard Channing and Donald Sutherland give to Will Smith's con artist in the movie of Hit Play Six Degrees of Separation, 1993. Smith plays Paul, a stranger who turns up at their door saying that he has just been mugged and claiming he is Poitier's son. They're delighted by him. He is urbane, charming, well-educated, just like his dad, and seemingly possesses no threat to them. They're only too delighted to lavish their munificence on him. Poitier was the first black man to win the Academy Award for Best Actor, for Lilies of the Field, 1963. He was the star who made white liberal types, like those played by Channing and Sutherland, purr with pleasure about his performances and feel good about themselves in the process. There is a tremendous moment in Six Degrees during which Smith delivers a rapid-fire monologue about the man he claims is his father, giving his white hosts a potted history of exactly how Poitier made it to the top. This was a rags-to-riches story of the most extreme kind. Amazing. The actor certainly came from very humble beginnings. Poitier was born prematurely in Miami in 1927, weighing only three pounds. He very nearly died at birth. His father was an impoverished farmer from the Bahamas who had come to Florida to sell tomatoes. The future Jackie Robinson of film grew up so poor that, as Smith puts it, he didn't even own dirt. When he first arrived in New York in 1943, he lived in the most impoverished circumstances imaginable, eking out an existence as a dishwasher and teaching himself how to read by studying newspapers. From this very unpromising start, he became one of the biggest box office draws in the US. As his biographer Aaron Gaudsusian wrote about Poitier, there was a long period of his career when he was Hollywood's lone icon of racial enlightenment. No other black actor consistently won leading roles in major motion pictures. Wow. 
In his films, Poitier would often play protagonists who were deeply frustrated at the prejudice they faced but that frustration would always be tempered. His characters weren't trying to overthrow a racist system but to change it from within. His image, as Gaud Susian put it, was tied to non-violence and integration. Director Stanley Kramer called him the only actor I've ever worked with who has the range of Marlon Brando, from pathos to great power. Poitier, however, was rarely allowed to play the world one like rebels who made Brando famous or to get in touch with his inner Stanley Kowalski. Even when he was cast as a young delinquent in Richard Brooks' Blackboard Jungle, 1955, it was very telling that he was ultimately shown to be on the side of the authorities as represented by the idealistic school teacher played by Glenn Ford. Recommended Sidney Poitier Death, first black man to win Best Actor Oscar dies aged 94. Sidney Poitier News, latest, Barack Obama and Viola Davis lead tributes after Oscar-winning actor dies 94. Sidney Poitier Remembering Historic Academy Awards speech following actors death aged 94. Poitier's range, though, was enormous. He played a journalist investigating, and boding, and a hab-like U.S. Navy destroyer captain, Richard Widmark, in James B. Harris' The Bedford Incident, 1965. He was a hipster jazz musician in Paris Blues, 1961, a Moorish warrior king in Viking Saga, The Longships, 1964, a church minister in anti-apartheid drama, Cry the Beloved Country, 1951, yeah. wow. and he was Simon of Siren, helping Max von Sudo's Jesus carry his cross in the greatest story ever told, 1965. He could do light romantic comedy, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, social realism and action movies. He even ventured into musicals, starring, albeit reluctantly and not doing his own singing, in Otto Priming a screen version of Porgy and Bess, 1959. Uh -huh. Probably Poitier's two most celebrated roles were as the escaped convict shackled to Tony Curtis in Stanley Kramer's The Defiant Ones, 1958, and as Detective Virgil Tibbs in Norman Jewison's In the Heat of the Night, 1967, in which he starred opposite Rod Steiger's racist police chief. Both were rousing but manipulative buddy movies in which the two leading men overcome their immense initial hostility and establish a strong rapport. Poitier was smart, good-looking and effortlessly charismatic. Critics sometimes mocked him for his perceived conformism, for not being more radical in his choices of movies. That, though, was never his strategy. As the only major black male film star of his era, he had a profound influence. By taking such a wide variety of roles, he was continually challenging deeply entrenched stereotypes. He demanded to be acknowledged as an artist and would grow hugely frustrated at those who tried to define him by his race. As the Will Smith monologue in Six Degrees of Separation attested, in his own understated way, Poitier really was a trailblazer. Smith is just one of the many contemporary stars who are a considerable debt to him. More about... Sydney Forty. <laughs> is there anything else? You like to ah Asia Asia. So is there something you want to tell us about Sydney? <laughs> Tributes pour in for Oscar winning actor. Tributes pour in for Oscar winning actor. 
tribute paid to acting legend Sidney Poitier following a death at age 94. Sidney Poitier, first black man to win Best Actor Oscar, died at 94. Tribute pour in for groundbreaking actor Sidney Poitier. Remembering Sidney's historic Academy Award speech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Are we having silence? Respect or is it frozen? <laughs> So maybe you should just run on YouTube. I'm not releasing this, we just have to work with it. Okay, fans are rewatching Sydney Portier's emotional historic 1964 Academy Award win following the actor's death age 94. The death of Hollywood star who was known for films, including Guess Who's Coming to Dinner in the Heat of the Night, was announced on Friday 7th <coughs> by the Bahamian Minister of Foreign Affairs Fred Mitchell. Figures across the world of entertainment have paid tribute. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were going to give me a sound from him. <laughs> okay. So, figures from across the world of entertainment have paid tribute to the three blazing actor including Jeffrey Wright, George Takey, and Coleman Domingo. Okay. If that's the only news we see today, that would be sufficient, won't it? Because it's huge.
Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Look, that's one news about Sydney Portier passing. But this other one is just as disturbing, isn't it? Now listen up to this one and see if I reacted wrongly. Because it says, oh no, first female deputy speaker in Lagos, Adedira is dead. Ah, Jesus, that's really scary. But she's only just gotten started on the appointment. Ah, according to Daily Independent, Adedira reportedly died early hours of Wednesday after a brief illness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is quite disturbing. Adetun Adetira, a former speaker of the Lagos State House of Assembly, is there. According to Daily Independent, Adetun reportedly died early hours of Wednesday after a brief illness. Hmm. Adetun Adetun, a former deputy speaker of the Lagos State House of Assembly, is dead. According to Daily Independent, Adedian reportedly died early hours of Wednesday after a brief illness. Adedian represented Suryalo Constituency 1 in the 4th Lagos State House of Assembly between 1999 and 2003 as the first elected female deputy speaker while the speaker was Adelik Mamura. She was also former state women leader, Southwest women leader and chairperson, Lagos Building Investment Company, LBIC. Since then she has held many political offices including the women leader of the Lagos State Chapter of the All Progressives Congress, APC. Yeah. Okay, let's find something else that might cheer a person up to look into. Nigerian pastors share photos of angel captured on camera inside his church. Wow. Pastor Ikuma Uchi Phillips, who do you want to read it? Why not? Who claimed he has never seen a thing like that in his life? Said the angel was caught on camera during service. Mm -hmm. Pastor Ikuma Uche Phillips, who claimed he has never seen a thing like that in his life, said the angel was caught on camera during service. Pastor Phillips, a Nigerian pastor has shared photos of an angel caught on camera inside his church. The pastor based in Kotona, the New Republic took to his Facebook page to share the photos and praise God. Mm -hmm. Pastor Akuma Uche Phillips, who claimed he has never seen a thing like that in his life, said the angel was caught on camera during his church's crossover service on December 31st at exactly 12.13 a.m. Wow. He wrote... This is double wonders indeed. An angle was captured on camera during our cross overnight, on Friday 31th December, exacting 12.13am. I have never seen such things since I was born. We are in the day of great wonders. This is God. Thank you, Jesus. For your great visitation and double wonders in Faith Foundation Ministries Porto Novo, the New Republic. See the pastor's post and photos of the said angel below. Facebook. Twitter. Google Plus. LinkedIn. Email. Top Stories. 
Afghan 2021. Terrorists will bomb stadium in Cameroon. Otio, Otio, I don't need that. Thank you. I need something happy, please. <laughs> oh my God. So did we get any news from? <laughs> oh, cranky. <laughs> he went too far with that for me. So, YouTube. Still looking for Sydney. It was probably the angel they saw in that church here. Probably. Okay, let's see if we can get voice of Sydney party. Okay, let's just have Sydney somewhere, somehow. Which one would you like? with a 
this your 2005 cranky? Then Sydney Portier called me. Sydney called me, and when he called me, he said I was feeling the same, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he felt the same as I felt. <laughs> Is there anything else that we want to talk about? It's celebrating somebody else, which is awesome. And 
How about something else? Sydney Potty, legend of American cinema. Sydney was a poorly educated teenager, a right. I was not hours. looking to be an actor, I was not looking for opportunities. I was not, I had absolutely no interest at all in being an actor. Hmm. I was a dishwasher. I was, at that point, content to be a dishwasher because I felt and understood and embraced the fact that I did not have the wherewithal to do much else. Hmm. Uh, that I wanted to do more, not only did I want to do more, I was preparing myself to do more. One of the preparations I, I decided was essential to my survival was I had to learn to read. I really had to learn to read. I could read third grade level, fourth grade level. As I told you, I left school at the age of 12 and a half. I then decided that I have to learn to read well, and I went about that process. Just that I knew was my goal. The reason was, I realized that in, in New York there were many streets. Some were numbered, but not all. Some were named. And three syllables, I had great problems with pronouncing three syllables. Uh, and every word that had three, four syllables, and then I, it staggered me. I mean, it just, just defeated me. So I decided that I had to learn to read better because all of the information necessary for my survival uh, came to me, would come to me in words. And if I don't understand the words, I wouldn't know the message. And if I don't know the message, I would, no one would have time for me. So that's what I did. I, I tried to learn to read. But anyway, the, the acting came at totally as an accident. I was looking for a dishwashing job and I could find a dishwashing job in a paper, it's an African-American paper called the Amsterdam News. And I would go to the water pages there and it would list porters wanted, dishwashers wanted, maids wanted, whatever. And on this particular day, when I needed a job and I looked into this paper, I, there was nothing there concerning dishwashing. So what I did was, I was about to fold it up and put it into the street bin, you know, the trash bin in on the streets. And something caught my eye. And what caught my eye was a phrase. It said, actors wanted. Well, on, on the water page, it said dishwashers wanted and this wanted and the porters wanted. And I figured, well, I, I can even manage some of those jobs, but what is this actor's job? That doesn't sound like it's too bad. So, and, and, and they're inviting me because they say actors want it. So I decided, and there was an address there in the article. So I, uh, I went and I was just 10 blocks away. So I walked over to this place and I went in and uh, no, I walked from London and no, I came to opened it. It was the basement of a library. I didn't know that at the time. And a guy opened the door. He's a massive, massive guy. I mean, huge guy. Big. And 
said to her, he said yes. I said I uh, I came to see about uh, actors wanted. He said you're an actor. I said, I said yeah. He said come on in. I went in and he said where have you acted before? I said Florida. And he said uh, yeah. He said you acted in Florida. I said yeah. And he said, he said uh, okay. Here is the script. Turn to page 28. Read this scene. It's a page and a half. Go over it a couple of times, and then let me know when you're ready, and uh, we'll read it together. I'll read the other part, and you'll read John. I said, okay. And I looked over it. I could hardly make out what seemed there. <laughs> Bless you, Sydney Potty. Rest now because you've been great and the world shall remember you for eternity. Absolutely. I hope you enjoy that. Let me find you Forbes Daily Dozen. Good morning. Shares of electric vehicle companies such as Tesla and Rivian have come under intense pressure this week as investors appear to call on sky-high valuations amid uncertainty over profitability and increased competition from legacy carmakers. We're also covering Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway soaring instead to new heights, and what is driving high numbers of children requiring hospitalization due to COVID-19. Finally, we unveil how TikTok's top-earning stars have expanded fame and paydays. Sophia Lotto Pesio, curator in chief, Twitter. In the news today, Trump Media and Technology Group, former President Donald Trump's new company, indicated it's planning to launch its social media platform on February 21st. Czech tennis player Renata Vorokova is reportedly facing expulsion from Australia on the same grounds as Novak Djokovic. Top takeaways. Having started the year on a high, shares of electric vehicle maker Tesla dived 11% from their Monday peak. Electric truck startup Rivian has also seen its shares plunge 15% after Amazon, one of its largest shareholders, placed a large order with a competitor. Shares of billionaire Warren Buffett's investing conglomerate, Berkshire Hathaway, continued their New Year rally on Thursday bringing the company's market value to a new high of over $700 billion and putting it within reach of the trillion-dollar milestone. Scammers convinced a North Carolinian to cash in his savings and transfer the money into Bitcoin held in a Coinbase account. The banks didn't block the suspicious transactions, but the crypto exchange froze the funds. Experts believe record high numbers of children hospitalized with COVID-19 in the U.S. are driven by low vaccination rates and the contagious Omicron variant. The worrying trend could also be what... Get on with it. <laughs> oh, what did it? We didn't exactly stop you, did we? Okay, so where did you stop? I can't believe that, you know. Where did you stop? Eight scammers convinced a North Carolinian to cash in his savings and transfer the money into Bitcoin held in a Coinbase account. 
The banks didn't block the suspicious transactions, but the crypto exchange froze the funds. Experts believe record high numbers of children hospitalized with COVID-19 in the U.S. are driven by low vaccination rates and the contagious Omicron variant. The worrying trend could also be worsened by unique complications related to how the strain infects the lungs. Metrics-based return to office plans, digital whiteboards, and an enduringly hot job market are among the main themes corporate leaders, human resources advisors, and technology experts predict will dominate the world of work in 2022. Caesar's Sportsbook, DraftKings, FanDuel and Rush Street Interactive won approval from New York gambling regulators to launch the state's online sports betting market this weekend, which some analysts estimate to hit $1 billion in annual revenue. Today's must-read. Top earning TikTokers 2022, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, and Addison Rae expand fame and paydays. The platform's five highest paid celebrities collectively hauled in $55.5 million in 2021, a 300% increase from a year ago, thanks to TV, movies, merchandise and ads. Check out the ranking. In case you missed it. <laughs> For the past two years, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has set the hands of the doomsday clock measuring humanity's likelihood to self-destruct at 100 second to midnight, closer than ever. As the project reaches its 75th anniversary in January, one of those scientists is now leading a new generation of teachers fighting for our survival by changing the way we think about our place in space and time. Advertisement Okay, can we escape now? Thank you. So, is there something else you'd like to add whilst we're at it? I think we'll just read the news headline. Mass cancellation of children's vaccination in NSW blamed on technical glitch. Hmm, that's interesting. cancellation of children's vaccinations in NSW blamed on technical glitch. Christopher Naus. Friday, the 7th of January 2022, 2 a.m. State Health Department apologizes while Commonwealth also in firing line over delayed delivery of doses to GP clinics. Follow our COVID live blog for the latest updates. NSW hospitals bracing for tripling of COVID patients. Vaccine rollout and rates tracker, cases and data tracker. Get our free news app, get our morning email briefing. A technical glitch has forced the mass cancellation of children's vaccinations at two vaccine hubs in New South Wales, prompting an apology from the state government, while Commonwealth delays of Pfizer doses to general practitioners have caused chaos at a number of clinics. The rollout of the vaccine to children aged 5 to 11 is due to start on Monday but is facing early problems including low dose allocations for vaccine providers, a reduced health workforce due to COVID cases, booking problems, and delivery issues. 
Guardian Australia can reveal that two vaccination hubs in Sydney, at Manor Vale and Royal North Shore Hospitals, were erroneously listed for weeks on NSW's vaccine booking website as being available for appointments for children's vaccinations. Manor Vale was listed on the government's website as Manor Vale Hospital Vaccination Hub Kids Pfizer and allowed users to book appointments for first and second dose of pediatric Pfizer. Parents booked in their children at the two hubs as far back as December but were contacted this week and told their appointments had been cancelled. The hubs, they were told, were not actually vaccinating children. Related, we know the hell we're in. It will get worse before it gets better, Melbourne ICU nurse. That forced families into a scramble to secure a booking prior to the return to school, a difficult prospect given the heightened demand and short time window. In a statement to The Guardian on Friday, NSW Health apologized for the error, which had been fixed. Any family who booked at either clinic is being offered a priority appointment at Hornsby, as close to their child's original booking date and time as possible, a spokesperson said. Story continues. Our goal is to create a safe and engaging place for users to connect over interests and passions. In order to improve our community experience, we are temporarily suspending article commenting. Police arrest 16-year-old boy after body found in Dorset home. Alana Calvert. <clears throat> Friday, the 7th of January, 2022, 1.09 a.m. Forensics at the scene in Heath Road, Christchurch, Dorset, where police have launched a murder investigation following the discovery of the body of a man in his 30s on Tuesday evening. Andrew Matthews, PA. PA wire. Police have arrested a 16-year-old boy in relation to the murder of a man in Christchurch on the south coast. Dorset police launched a murder investigation after the body of a man in his 30s was found with serious injuries on Tuesday evening. The force announced shortly after midnight on Friday that a 16-year-old suspect had been apprehended and was assisting detectives with their inquiries. <laughs> Police at the scene in Heath Road, Christchurch, Dorset, following the discovery of the body of a man in his 30s on Tuesday, Andrew Matthews, PA, PA Wire. Police are still urging anyone who was in the Heath Road area of Christchurch between Saturday and Tuesday and saw any suspicious activity or anything out of the ordinary to contact Dorset Police. Detectives are also appealing for any residents in the Heath Road vicinity with home CCTV systems of dashcam footage from vehicles that were in the area during the time frame of interest to check their footage. Detective Inspector Simon Huckster of the Major Crime Investigation Team added, Our thoughts remain with the family and friends of the man who sadly died and our specially trained officers will continue to provide support to them. They have been kept fully updated in respect of this development. Forensics at the scene in Heath Road, Christchurch, Dorset, on Wednesday after police found a man dead the night before, Andrew Matthews, PA, PA Wire. Finally, I am renewing my plea for anyone who knows the occupant of 6 Heath Road to please come forward as you may have important information to assist our investigation. There will still be a police presence in the area and local officers can be approached by members of the public with any information or concerns. Those with information are asked to contact the force at www.dorset.police.uk via email 101 at dorset.pmn.police.uk 
by calling 101 or anonymously via Crime Stoppers and quoting occurrence number 552200-1688. Thank you. That was really, really awesome. Thank you. So, was there anything else to add before we um, conclude? <laughs> I think we got plenty there for somebody who was quite harassed and then managed to get over it quickly. I think 40 minutes of that is cool. What do you think? Have a pleasant weekend ahead. And spare a thought for Sydney. You just can't take signal or email him about your advice on how to hold the stage and be a legend on acting. <laughs> and I appreciate what he says. He has only one word for me. Continue to be yourself. Those who matter don't mind. Those who mind don't matter. And now I understand this. How he said he never in his life wants to be like his critique, but to be better than them. Those who think they're better than him, I think that's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful, isn't it? Sydney. And have a pleasant weekend, everyone. Speak to you real soon, naturally. And life in acting. Thank you, God, for helping me today. 
get over stuff that I've been told to cut the ties a long time ago for my own progress. Uh, we know but I didn't listen, but you just sort of make it happen suddenly. Thank you. Good night and good morning, everyone. Cheers.